Welcome to Witch Police Radio. You've tuned into episode number 51. The theme that was randomly generated for this week is Snake. Sam and I were joined by return guests Adam Parsons. He's in the band Up and Adam, and you can find him on Up and Adam Bandcamp or DefWish.com. And Ryan Sanders, who has been in many bands throughout the years in Winnipeg. And I believe Sam intends to post a lot of his previous band's material on witchpolice.com. So it might be linked somewhere else on this page. And uh, if you do check out witchpolice.com, there are the other 50 podcasts that you can take a look at and lots of local music, etc. We're on Facebook, Witch Police Radio. We are on the Twitter, at Witch Police FM. And now our podcasts are being streamed or downloaded from the stitcher.com app and it's a good place to go if you want it to be automatically downloaded without having to uh, go to iTunes or, or whatever. Um, and we'd encourage any listeners who enjoy the show to uh, pass it on. Let a no- let a friend know about it. We'd love to get uh, some new listeners. You can also hear us on the actual radio Monday nights at 11 p.m. on 101.5 UMFM. Uh and you can go to umfm.com to stream it if you're not in the Winnipeg area. So we're going to start off here with a tune by Up and Adam, and enjoy the snake episode.
Someone doing the dishes, and there are people in my basement. That's right. This is Witch Police Radio. Be another episode of Witch Police Radio. <laughs> so you can tell, yeah, when there's all the crazy house noises going on. But uh, this is an episode with a couple of recurring, returning guests, which is cool. Um, you know, I guess we figured we made it far enough in the uh, episode count to start bringing. But people hold back. on, there, strange talker. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm regular, regular host Sam. I'm here with regular host John. And uh, returning guest, Ryan Sanders. Hey, hello. Who was last on the show like 40 episodes ago or something like that? It's, it's been, been a while. It's been a while, yeah. yeah but we're happy to have you back. Thank you. Thanks and, for having uh, me. Yeah, you're welcome. And Adam will be here. <laughs> and yeah, we're also expecting uh, Adam Parsons, who was on here only a couple months ago. Yeah, fairly recently. But he's uh, he's coming back too, and uh, he's not here yet. So he's wandering the neighborhood. Yeah, we're probably trying to find the house. but yeah. Cursing when pig transit. Yeah. Yeah, repeatedly. You know the usual. Yeah, so the theme this week, uh, well, first of all, if you haven't heard the show before, um, the way it works is we have a randomly generated theme word, and uh, the hosts and the guests select songs based on the theme, and uh, talk about them, and go from there. So this week, the computer spat out the word snake at us, Yeah. which is uh, kind of a good theme. I mean, there's a lot of that's music. A, uh, yeah, that's a good one. A lot of music, I think, that's that exists that relates to, uh, I mean, snakes have kind of a weird role in mythology and stuff, too usually pretty evil, right? And they yeah, often yeah. fit into song lyrics and stuff that way, so... Yeah, or you could just play something with, like, a, a, a shaker. You like could have played any Bo song. Snake, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, the guy at the Maracas, right? It would have been good. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, yeah. So, I mean, I, I feel kind of awkward because we are waiting for Adam and he's going to just burst in at some point and just... But, but whatever, we can, we can go. We can go there. If you hear someone start talking suddenly you don't recognize the voice, it'll... It'll be clear. Hey, guys, I'm Adam. <laughs> Alright, so he's here. Uh, so maybe I'll introduce uh, a first song we can play? Yeah, sure, go ahead. Yeah. Why don't I do that? Okay, well, um, I don't know, what was the first thing that came to mind for you guys for a, for a snake theme? Well, the two songs that I have, I could never <laughs> <came to mind laughs> for me. But I usually try to, like, you know, draw, like, a parallel or think of, like, snake. Oh, absolutely. Actually, the first thing that came to mind for me, I'm going to say, because I'm not going to play it, I don't want to play it, but is... Uh, um, Here Comes a Snake by the Cherry Pop and Daddies was the first thing I thought of. I don't know why. Would, would, I haven't you familiar with that? Was that like a radio one? Or, no, I, I, I never listened album. to the Cherry Pop. I had the album. Okay. Yeah. Like this is like however many, I don't know, 12, 13, 14, maybe more years ago. And I haven't listened to it. So I don't even know if I still have a copy of it. But for some reason, that popped in my head. Yeah. And it's just like a shitty little, almost loungy kind of song that's very unsubtly dirty. Like it's very obvious what the snake is a metaphor for. And uh, it's like, but the there's, no, there's no art to it. Snake. There's no art to it. It's just like kind of a... Uh, very blatant, but anyway, I don't know. I, I don't really like the song that much. It's just yeah. for, and the whole time I'm thinking the song is a stupid song. He's popping in my head, so it you know. Yeah, I was thinking I could have found like a variation of the Snake Charmer song. Like, yeah, yeah, like the guy sitting there with the. It's probably some weird '60s covers of that song. Oh yeah, that with the sitar player and stuff. For yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, reptile people came to me. Reptile people. Yeah, well, because I thought Justin would be sitting here as well. Yeah, I guess we should mention so. that Mr. Uh, Jesus the Jesus was going to be here. Um, and he had to uh, attend to something. So, so much, yeah, he, he had to make a last-minute uh, change of plans. But we're actually going to. We will play a tribute. We're going to play a song that he wanted to play because he, you know, in uh, 
because he's not here. He was planning to and had some selections. Yeah, I think out. we'll probably get him on the pod. I mean, I know this doesn't mean anything to anyone who doesn't know who he is. <laughs> but like Jesus, True. Jesus, but whatever. He's he, he'll be on the show. He's actually been recommended by more. He's been recommended the most of anyone from past guests. Like, hey, who do you think we should get on the show? His name comes up over and over again. So mm-hmm. we'll get him on here eventually. Uh, unfortunately, he couldn't make it tonight, but we're gonna play one of his picks later on. So. Cool. Uh, so so what do you have? Yeah, one of the things that came to my mind was. Uh, it's a terrible movie that I watched with some friends just as a joke, which was Black Snake Moan. It was the name of the movie. Yeah, yeah I've seen it. And yeah. in it, Christina Samuel Ricci, Jackson. Justin, Justin Timberlake. Huh? Christina Ricci, you run around naked, Justin Timberlake's in it. Uh, Samuel Jackson. Yeah, see, I don't even remember most of the movie. I just remember the scene where Samuel Jackson is playing the song Black Snake Moan with, like, thunder yeah, booming outside. Yeah. Uh, and the power cutting out. Well, and surely you remember Christina Ricci being in it. She was, like, of the course. main character. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and that was it, though. Like, Timberlake is like her boyfriend who gets sent off to the military or some shit. I don't know. Uh, yeah, redneck, maybe. Yeah, the redneck yeah. scene. Yeah, and she's like really like uh, kind of loose. And, uh, <laughs> doesn't loose? Jackson... You're so, totally someone's dad, hey? I am someone's yeah. dad. <laughs> yeah. But doesn't uh, Samuel Jackson like chain her up or something because she's too yeah. loose? Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah. Weird storyline. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I wanted to play that song, but not the. I wanted to play the original original version yeah. of it. I actually don't know who the original version is. Because I think this is, is the it, original, is this the original? As far as I this, know. When you mentioned that, I was trying to think, this is the one I've heard, and I think Lead Belly is on it too, I think. Yeah, because so, I think yeah, Blind, so Blind Lemon Jefferson, Jefferson, who I actually didn't really know much about before this. Um, I don't, my knowledge of the blues is quite lacking. Yeah, but he's one of those guys that kind of you hear about a lot when people are referring to... Well, yeah, once I started reading about him, apparently, you know, he was like the a big name in the blues. Yeah. He was he played Father with Father of the Texas Blues. Yeah, he played with Lead Belly. Yeah. Uh, sold, like, a lot of albums at, at one point. I guess he recorded... I was reading that he had recorded a lot with Paramount, and the albums sounded terrible, like, really bad quality. Then he did some... The song, the Black Snake Moan song, was recorded uh, elsewhere. Uh, but this is so crazy. So it sounds a little bit better, at he, least. This is, like, early 20th century. This is, like, 1920s, 1930s. Yeah. Because he died in the 30s, didn't he? Yeah, he died young. He died when 30s, he was about 30. 36 years old. Yeah. And uh, so it's crazy that, um, sorry, he died in 29. Yeah, and this Which was is, recorded in like 26. Yeah, it's crazy that these even still exist, let alone, you know, you know what I mean? Like the fact that these recordings are even, it's cool. It's like all this old blues stuff. Um, it's really, I know you're saying though, it's really hard to know where to start with it because there's so much of it. Mm. And a lot of it is kind of like, okay, well, here's an old blind dude with the acoustic yeah. guitar. Like what's the inroad? Where do I get into the, uh, but this is one of those guys whose names always pop, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, it comes up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, why don't we we can check out the tune and then we'll uh, talk about a bit, uh, talk about it a bit more. So this is uh, Blind Lemon Jefferson with Black Snake Bone. Oh, 
a bad mug, you know a chink can't buy that hog. Oh, that must be the bad mug, you know a chink can't buy that hog. Ask my baby for 50 cents, she said lemon ain't a child in the yard. Snake Moan by Blind, Blind Lemon Jefferson. And we are joined now with our second guest, Adam Parsons. Well, hello there. From the band Up and Adam. Welcome back. Yeah, I know. And, Long uh, time to see. yeah, you came in kind of part way through the song. Yeah, no, that, that was fantastic. It's great, eh? Oh, I love that, man. I want to actually, like, look more into that. It's beautiful. Yeah, we're talking about how it's kind of a daunting the genre early. jump into yeah. Yeah. Moves, right? I mean I have a compilation of it and it's all all amazing and I have some Lead Belly records nice but like the only reason I got into Lead Belly honestly I got it is because of Nirvana Nirvana you know, plugs, that's, right? how, yeah. that's how you do it it's, you hear that cover and it's just like this is the best thing I've ever heard in my but life there's, yeah. there's yeah. nothing to be ashamed of getting into something because of something else no right? no you uh, yeah, I, love, I still love yeah, Nirvana totally. Plug I'm not, I'm not trying to say anything bad about it but like that's you know I don't want to pretend that I have some kind of like you know deep knowledge of blues because I definitely mm. don't the vast yeah. catalog of blues yeah no no that was great man like honestly I've never heard that before and that's like i love the folk and blues aspect yeah. of it and just the quality i think is what got me too is like i love that like old-fashioned like well kind of green kind of goes yeah, back to what yeah. i was saying is like i think it's almost crazy that this thing even still exists Stood the test of like time, i mean because yeah. if we were you know this we were saying this guy died in 1929 just recorded before that and like uh he's a blind guy like in texas in texas and it's coming up in 2013 with four guys in Winnipeg. Yeah, and I mean, it. I'm sure the, the, the availability <laughs> of recording equipment and stuff back in 29 was probably not... So, yeah, yeah, this is actually... It's interesting you mention that because uh, in reading about him, uh, he's one of the earlier or earliest people to do just sort of singer song, like playing guitar and just singing stuff oh, yeah? in a recording studio That's at the time. Cool. Yeah, there was like... He was one of the first people doing that. Because I know... A lot, I mean, this is obviously way before that, but I know a lot of those old blues guys got rediscovered in like the 60s and stuff because um what's his oh, I can't believe I'm blanking on his name the guy who went out to do all the field recordings he went and found these guys in prisons and stuff and recorded all these old folk songs and yeah. like that's where like, Lead Belly and all these guys got kind of rediscovered right but this is way this way predates all that like that was like the blues kind of you know and then Bob Dylan those guys started doing it after that kind of stuff but like this is way 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 before that like mm-hmm. so I don't know I mean it's crazy it exists it's crazy yeah it's good that it, it yeah it's fantastic that it exists I mean like, this is like kind of uh, so much stuff that gets lost when like 
a building burns down and it's like an entire studio is archived. Well, that's what I mean, right? I mean, at, at least now the good thing is there's so much crap that people are producing every 10 seconds, including us. But like, there's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least it like he's floating around on the internet somewhere, so it's not going to go anywhere. Like, no if, if a house burns down, if this house burns down, we'll lose like the nice carpet or whatever. But we're just not going to, you know, it's not going to destroy the archives of the show. I mean. Not that someone's gonna listen to the show. Please don't burn my house down. <laughs> anyway, you know what I mean. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So he was fairly popular, and like I think was making, you know, for the, in the day, decent enough money. Like he had apparently a car and a driver. But he was. He, but he was buried in an unmarked grave, that like and didn't get rediscovered. Ironically, like, had forty more years. Ironically, ago. one of his songs that has been most covered is. What is it? Uh, see, see that, that my grave is kept clean. See that my grave is kept clean. Which is an unreal song. That song. Have you heard that? No, I oh, didn't get around man. to listen. <laughs> that is, that's, like, blows this one out of the water. It's crazy good. <laughs> crazy, crazy, yeah. crazy good. Cool. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it was covered by a bunch of, you know, famous people. Bob Dylan did a really famous cover of that. Yeah, so I haven't heard that. Crazy. I haven't heard any version. you got to look that song up, seriously. Yeah, yeah. 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 I love leaving Mavis this Maybe Staples did a really good cover of it. Mm. Uh, a lot of people have, anyway. Nice. Yeah, I'm totally I love leaving the show with new stuff. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, going to go home and listen to this now. Yeah, that's exactly Well, that's the goal, right? We hope people do that. Instead, it's not like, oh, these guys are just talking about music they like. I don't care. Yeah. I learn about new stuff all the time. On the show, that's why I like that's why I like having guests. Yeah, because it's. Uh, but uh, what we should talk about actually is uh, our guests, who they are, why they're here. Um, let's go with Mr. Sanders first. Uh, you have been a past guest on the show, as we mentioned. That is true. And uh, you have also been in a lot of bands that have a lot of music on Witch Police. And you are in some bands. You were in some bands that are going to be on Witch Police at some point very soon. I hope. That is correct. Yeah, uh, gave you pretty much discography of everything I did. And from like ninety nine to two thousand and four, and it's great. Yeah, it's great. a lot of information has been lost on it though. Yeah, um, our yeah, sleeves are the gone. Song, files, and song titles have gotten kind yeah. of mixed up, and so. We'll so it's gonna end it. up on which police at some point for everyone to download. I'm. Ho- I may just do like this is some shit Ryan gave me. There you and go. And then just put it up. <laughs> I've got <laughs> videos to what you meant to bring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 get, we'll get it though. Yeah. So are you do, are you doing anything now? I mean, I know no. before, last time you were on here, you're doing like some interesting kind of spoken word. Yeah. Well, I I write. I'm getting back into drawing, but. I mean, all just for me kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But not playing any bands. No, no. So why I'm here is beyond me, but well, we you were you nice back. enough to yeah. invite me back. Yeah. Yeah. We're the laziest rappers ever. <laughs> <laughs> you don't we technically, we th- well, we technically do like oh, yeah? make rap music, but... Together? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Me. Well, yeah, with so Jesus yeah. as well and, <laughs> yeah. and our buddy Mike, but it's few and far between. Yeah, it was like consistent last summer. What was it called? Soon. Uh, well... WCRDZ. Wizards. Doesn't stand for anything. So, yeah. Oh, right, but yeah. I think I think uh, but I think it's changing. Do you have now. recordings ever? Oh yeah. We have a can few. we have them? Uh, <laughs> if I can convince us all to get in a room again. No, no, no. Did you have like existing recordings that I can just? Yeah, have? yeah. <laughs> awesome. I definitely do. I like. Well, I sit around like most of the time. Like when I'm bored at home, all I do is sit around and make beats. <laughs> like cool. I sit around and like have a little USB turntable and just like cut samples from it and nice. just like make beats from that. Anyways. Wizards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you are also an up and atom, which yes. has been like talk to shit on the show. Yeah, <laughs> because, I'm like, sorry for that. Everyone from this band has audience. ever been on here is always on the episodes. But that's okay. We're, yeah. you know. We should start. We should. Uh, I should just send in the new members one day, like in March. Yeah, just start, yeah, for sure. So yeah, yeah, what's going on with that band? Because the last time you were here, you had a bunch of songs partially recorded. Yeah. You kind of didn't really have a set new lineup of the band, really. No. And you didn't know exactly what was happening. <laughs> so Not really. Where like, are we now? A few months later, because we we had Johnny Perrin on the show. Yeah. Uh, a few weeks ago, and he kind of announced on the show that he was coming back to join the band again. Yeah, he is. So um, what's what's the deal? All right. So basically, since the last show, like we have two new guitar players. Like I said, like uh, 
Matt Brown and Stu Lewis. You just singing? Yeah, me just singing again. And then um, basically Drew came back. Okay. Who has also guitar- been on the show? Yeah, he was the bass player, the guitar player, and now he's going back to bass just to okay. like, because, you know, I don't know why, but he's an awesome bass player. So I don't, it's amazing to have him back in the band. And not to mention, we never really stopped writing music. You know what I mean? And then, uh, anyways, and then Johnny on the show yeah. announced that he was going to join the band. I asked him like earlier that day and I didn't get a text. And then I just got like a smiley face text message and I was just like, awesome. This, this is fantastic. Yeah. So the lineup is complete again. Um, as well as today, I got the, uh, sketch, the sketches for the new album art. Um, we start recording uh, next month. Is this your recording starting over from zero? Or no, no, no. We're just gonna. You have a bunch of stuff already done. It, right? Yeah, it's uh, half done, uh, uh, basically, because the drums are done, the bass is done, and then I'm, we're, me and I think me and Andrew are gonna both go in and just do the guitars, and then I'll just do the vocals. Cool. So and uh, yeah, so it's pretty exciting because the record's like, after, it being the very bane of my existence, is now gonna be actually coming together. So that's pretty exciting, and is as that well. Deathwish as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. It's all like. Always on Def Wish. Again with the Def Wish on the show. <laughs> oh, man. They're family. Yeah. Um, and the special announcement, which I just actually found this out yesterday. It had been talked about and been talking about the old members of uh, Fanatom. And basically on December 13th, uh, we're going to play just a one-off show with uh, all the original members um, at the Rosenby. Okay. So, um, so who sure. are the original members? I mean, you've had so many lineup changes. Well, I mean, the last original lineup, the lineup that had been the most consistent, okay. which was like me, Johnny, Alyssa, Drew, and Trevor. Okay. So, like, the last lineup before we kind of went on a Before hit, the hit end of the current lineup. Yeah. So, we're, I mean, we're all still friends and still talk all the time. So, it's not like weird or anything, you know. So, but that's exciting because I'm pretty stoked just to like be on stage with all of them again. It was, be, well, will be awesome. Cool. Yeah. So the Rosenby, Rosenby on Sherbrooke. Yeah. Are tickets available to the public or is it? Yes, but I think like it's probably best to go. Through right. I mean, it's know. it's a small capacity venue, right? Yeah, because there's only I think it's like sixty people. I like so. how you're, you're doing our job here of asking the important <laughs> questions, right? Yeah. We're yeah. just like nodding our heads. Oh yeah. Punk rock, okay. Cool. But yeah, yeah, awesome. That's that's good. It's good to hear. Good yeah, I'm actually uh, like really really. So is there is there a date for when the album's coming out, or is that still kind of up in the air? Um, basically, I plan on having it done by, like, the end of January, February, so I want it to be done for spring, and cool. then do a tour cool. to promote it. What they call a tour. A tour. A tour. Yes. A, a tour. tour. A tour. Awesome. Okay, well, let's get back into the, uh, the show proper. <laughs> go back to yeah, we're going to play something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Our, our, our guest who was supposed to be here but had to, had, couldn't make it, Jesus the Jesus, uh... Notable for many things, uh, including a righteous beard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he not is, least uh, of which. Yeah, yeah not least yeah. of which is a righteous beard. Uh, he uh, made some song selections, and um, we're going to recognize that by playing one of his choices. Uh, one of the songs that he picked was a song by Charlie Pride, who, you know, despite being a pretty famous dude, has not been played on the show yet, which is, you know, interesting. Charlie Pride's new to me as well. Charlie Pride so, yeah. is a uh, black country singer. From way back in the day, very rare, obviously, because you know the racial thing in yeah. seventh grade. Yeah, the entire yeah. And um, thing again. this song he picked, I had never heard it before. I, I, I got, I'm not huge. I don't have a huge amount of knowledge about Charlie Pride. I mean, uh, you know, I, I've heard him here and there, but uh, I had never heard this before. It's called "Snakes Crawl at Night," and it's really kind of a creepy song. Like it's. Um, well, sounds like something you'd pick then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it it, it's basically like a guy explaining. Um, like what he's doing when he catches his wife. 
like with another dude, and it's like a revenge kind of fantasy so thing. So outlaw country all the way. Yeah, but it's not really an outlaw country style song, but it's that kind of like uh, that kind of vibe. It's really dark, and like there's not a happy ending of any kind, and it's uh, you know it's revenge, like lots of sneaking around at night kind of stuff. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty good. Cool. So I'm glad that I he he showed us this song because I now feel like I I have overlooked. Because I always thought Charlie Pride is kind of like a little bit cheesy from that era where they all have those suits. You know what I mean? Like yeah, and yeah, keep, absolutely. And it's just kind of really hokey and twangy. I mean, and but now this makes me want to look into more of his catalog because I really liked it. So, uh, "Snakes Crawl at Night" by Charlie Pride. Oh, the snakes crawl at night. Charlie Pride murdered a guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was cool. I really liked it. Yeah. No, exactly what you were saying with the the twangy like country sound. Yeah. And just the dark lyricism. Hey. Yeah, it was really cool. I feel like um, a lot of country singers kind of get um, a pass with that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like I mean, you, you know, you hear all the all the stuff that uh, a lot of rappers getting in trouble in the early '90s and stuff about. Um, 
you know, the lyrics were extremely violent and, and murder and all this stuff. And you got stuff like this. You got Johnny Cash saying he shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. You got the whole outlaw country, country thing. There's tons of like, you know, Absolutely. super murdering. And it's cool to murder people in country music. But, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, acceptable. It's acceptable. <laughs> it's acceptable, yeah. Country is like one of those uh, genres where it's like, uh, it's okay to do it. But uh, not so much, um, you know, not so much other stuff. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I thought it was cool, though. I'm, I'm glad that yeah. he uh, suggested that. So yeah, I, I'm sure if he was here, he could he'd have a lot more things to also, say. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I had never heard of Charlie Pride either. So what like? Well, he's still going. He's 75 years old. He's still going. And he comes to Winnipeg actually relatively often. Like I always see ads for him playing at the MTS Center, but I always think like, oh, Charlie Pride. You know, like I mean, it's cool that he's like one of the few black guys doing country, especially back in the 60s and stuff. But then uh, and I really kind of know him. You hear about him as being a pioneer and all that. But like I don't really know too much about his music. And like I always thought it was that kind of. Like, yeah. if you take the lyrics out of that, I don't know how much I want to hear that stuff. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. then you put the lyrics in, like, this is really cool. So, I kind of want to explore more of his catalog. But too. perhaps not go see him play at the MTS Center. Perhaps not. Yeah. I actually also don't know either. I have no idea, because I don't know too much about him. But I, I don't know whether he wrote that, or whether it's something... Because a lot of those guys, right... They're were, playing were just each other's they songs, songwriters. Right? Yeah. Well, and there was just songwriters who would just dump songs into Nashville, and they'd all they'd all cover them and stuff. So, but I mean, it's particularly weird. Like <laughs> it's not. Uh, yeah, it's the, like I was saying to you, like early, like during the song, it was just yeah. like the contrast of it being so happy, but then it being such like almost like not morbid, but just kind of like a little creepy, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, just totally. kind of <laughs> and not subtle. Yeah, no, no, not at all. No, no, no subtlety. No, no, no. Yeah. I kind of like that about it too. Yeah, it's just like, very cut and dry. Yeah, and there's no like. Uh, there's not really even a build-up to it. It's just talks talking about how nervous he is with the gun, and they don't actually outright say what happens either. It's just well, they it's say implied. He ends up getting court. hung that day, so he yeah, goes to jail. Yeah, it's yeah. in court, which is a common thing in country music too. Yeah. Like I mean, like go back to Johnny Cash, just because he has a lot. I mean, he has a whole ton of murder songs, right? There, there's usually in country songs like this, there's like a, a consequence to it, and I guess maybe that's the difference. Whereas like gangster more, rap yeah. is like you know I just killed whatever, and like it's, it's glorifying, glorifying it. it. Yeah. But then you get it. this one, he he gets punished for it. Uh, Folsom Prison Blues he's in jail thinking about it Johnny Cash has some pretty really dark stuff like Delia's gone and all that stuff but yeah there's always like something that happens uh, right. to kind of like balance things out a little bit so mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what the difference is but or maybe just people weren't uh, so uh, you know easily bothered by things <laughs> I don't know I don't know but I, I I really don't can't talk about Charlie Pride like with no. any real knowledge. Uh, mm. What are you gonna you do you have a tune you? I do yeah. Um, I was uh, I had a few ideas about snakes and uh, one of the songs has the word snake in it that I'm gonna play but I'm not gonna play that yet. I'll play that one a little bit later on. But uh, this song is called um, Ouroboros, which I don't know if you guys know what that is. I might be pronouncing it wrong. It's right, a, I don't know what the word It's a mythical means. serpent uh, that is always depicted as a serpent or a dragon eating its own tail. Okay. So it's like a snake that's constantly eating itself. You oh, yeah. See that, right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's a famous thing. And like, uh, so apparently it often symbolizes, I'm just looking it up here, symbolizes self-reflexivity or cyclicality, especially in the sense of something constantly recreating. I probably said that wrong too. <laughs> yeah, dictionary. Yeah. Okay, it's like a cycle. It's something constantly recreating itself. Um, and like it just on and on and on, right? It's like a it kind of like an infinity, infinity symbol, almost, right? right? But it's way cooler because it's a snake eating its own tail, right? So yeah, and it's like uh, agreed, way cooler. <laughs> agreed. Well, agreed. come on, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Well, I mean, the, yeah, they could have turned into a snake, but they didn't think about that. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like apparently, this has been one of those things that's been like every single culture has had a version of it. Like mm. in ancient Egypt, it's like in Greece, everywhere. There's like tons and tons of examples. In Middle Ages, it was like uh, in Europe, it was a thing. Hmm. Like for some reason, this idea of a snake constantly eating itself. And they 
it always represented different things. Norse mythology has it in there. Which, um, like, I don't think a snake ever has probably eaten itself in nature. <laughs> no, but like, I guess it's an easy animal to do that with because, well, first of all, snakes represent tons of stuff. Yeah. Like, in every culture and mythology and stuff, like we were saying before, right? And I guess the idea of it eating itself is just like a constant cycle. And it usually it's not something good, uh, you know. <laughs> but it's, yeah. So, anyway, Ouroboros, uh, if that's even how you say it, um, I really like the idea of it is cool. I always thought the image is cool. Like, there's, you know, some pretty famous pictures you guys have probably all seen of mm-hmm. that that people have used as symbols for different things. And the song I'm going to play is called Ouroboros. It's uh, by the Mars Volta, who uh, is my favorite band of all time. Surprise, surprise. Sam's yeah. playing the Mars Volta. You know what? I've actually, I've, re- I've restrained myself from playing the Mars Volta a lot because, well, first of all, a lot of their songs don't fit any of the themes that come up. Just yeah, because they're yeah. crazy. I searched so hard to find an At the Drive In song that I think right. somehow is attached right. to Snake. Just so cool, you could play Mars Volta and I could yeah. play At the Drive In. But yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's the thing, right? The lyrics are really, really kind of like uh, out there, and so it's hard to. But this, this one, only because of the song title. But this is from the album The Bedlam and Goliath. I don't know if you guys are. Um, this yeah, is, I didn't listen to this one very much. So this came out, and this is actually has like I, I think a lot of their stuff is unfairly maligned by critics because uh, either they don't get it or they have like a hate on for something that is not like easily accessible or whatever. But this came out, and this is the first record they did. Without their uh, original drummer John Theodore, mm. who, right. who is like you know, uh, Crazy. he's an out of control insane drummer, right? Yeah. And then, so he left, and then they got this guy Thomas Pridgen, and he um, was like 24 years old when this came out, so they were all considerably older than him. Wow! And he comes from like a gospel background, and I had no idea that gospel music had like insane technical musicianship requirements but in the like in the u.s there's like really really crazy gospel story and they're they're like virtuosos they're nuts they're absolutely crazy their instruments and this guy is out of control he's not the band well the the band's broken up now but he was only in this album the next one but uh this album is like uh kind of the reason i think a lot of people didn't like it which is the reason i did like it is that it's pretty much like hits hard from beginning of it to the end of it there's not a lot of um like, yeah, usually there's like a down. Yeah, and there's like kind of spacey where parts where it's slow, bit. but this is just like bam, 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 and uh, it's partially because this guy is like a maniac on the drums, and he hits like insanely hard, and he just like he doesn't stop, right? I mean, there's so it's it's very different kind of style from some of the older stuff, which is I mean, John Theodore is ridiculous, but he's definitely a little more like I don't want to say he's a softer touch, but it's like um, almost more like uh, more subtle, I guess. But this guy is out. Of, so this song is, I, I will admit, it's not my favorite song on the album. Uh, but it fits the theme, obviously, because the name. Theme. And it really is a good showcase for uh, Thomas Bridgen's drumming, which is, like, just ridiculous. It's crazy. So Excellent. Mars Volta, a reverse. <laughs> Two. 
Oh man, the Mars Volta rules. Yeah, it's yeah. really like the best band ever. That's I don't know. I don't know. How to, I can't. I can't express how much I love this band. Like they're so good. And there's no. They don't have any bad albums either. Like it's all good. Even the stuff that I mean. Like I was saying, this one kind of got shat on a little bit by critics. Oh, shit. Um, you know, <laughs> John's phone ruining everything. Again. Uh, this one kind of got like uh, some people. I mean, I read some reviews of it. Some reviews were like, "This is a great album." Some reviews were like, "Ah, uh, you know, it's." And then the one after this, um, uh, Octahedron, also, uh, which isn't a great album title, right? Also got some really bad reviews. And that one was really, really mellow, and it was like a lot of acoustic stuff. And then I don't there's think a couple. It's good. It's really good. Uh, at first, I was like, "That's sacred geometry," correct? Octahedron. Yes. Or probably. Yeah. yeah, I believe so. Probably, yeah. but um, like yeah, so it was like. Uh, I don't know, and then I think at that point they'd already kind of lost their their critical. Um, you know, cause people love the first. There's a weird thing about the Mars Volta where it's so many people I know love the first album, like they love it, and then they can't get anything after that. I think the first album um, is honestly one of my. I mean, I love it, but it's one of my least favorite Mars Volta albums. I think they got their best album that anybody in any kind of music has ever made ever is Francis the Mute. Which is the second album, right? Uh, it, also, I, I, crazy backstory. Crazy backstory behind yeah. that one, yeah, and. Um, I could, it's a concept album. Everything flows together. Uh, there's not even that many songs. They're all like songs with different movements. That's in a it cover stuff. to cover. For you, sure. know, you know what I think though? Okay, when did um, they, the one dude that was uh, related to Jim Ward in Sparta, remember he died? Yeah, it was, it was, he, was, he was the sound, he was was sound manipulator guy. Yeah, what and, sounds uh, was that between them? He actually, I actually have an album he did with Omar Rodriguez Lopez where it's just them making music. The whole album is out of like things they found around the house. And it's just kind of hard to get into, but it's cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, that guy died, and that's what Francis... I don't think we need to talk about Francis the Mute, though, but that's what Francis the Mute is. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. what I was trying to figure out which... That uh, was around the town, yeah. So anyway, okay. um, yeah, but Francis is like this really, really cool concept album. Start to finish, songs all flow together. There's no stoppage between the songs, everything, and the parts that flow are essential to the songs like a lot of people said oh and this one is very similar in the sense that it's a concept thing apparently what the story is is that omar rodriguez lopez who's the guitarist and songwriter he uh was in jerusalem and he bought this like freakish uh old ouija board and so of course they decided that it would be a good idea to like start talking to it right so and we've talked about ouija boards on the show before in the second right. episode and um so anyway so he got he got the ouija board and uh they were like talking to it and shit and um this like really bad thing started happening when they were talking to it they were talking to somebody called the soothsayer apparently and there's like a song in there called soothsayer and so the Ouija board experience talking to this whatever it was uh, informed the whole like album content so there's all kinds of really weird dark stuff going on in the lyrics and everything and it's kind of hard to follow as usual right Right. but uh, apparently there's all this like all these weird things happen like uh, tapes would get mysteriously erased and stuff uh, the singer like broke his foot and had to learn to walk again all these things like after they started using the Ouija board so then the singer like buried it somewhere and has not revealed the location where he buried <laughs> it to anybody so this whole album is informed by the conversations they had with the soothsayer on the Ouija board Wow. Which is extremely cool. Yeah, no, that <laughs> yeah. is super So, awesome. on this crazy old Ouija board they found in Jerusalem. <laughs> like, so, oh, you know, it's, yeah. Very strange. Yeah, that is a very strange story. Though. Yeah, so, I mean, it, I think the album is great. Um, I tend to read a lot of people talking about the Mars Volta on the internet because I'm a big fan, and it seems like people are totally split on this, either they love it or hate it. And, like, I love it. I, I can't, mm. the album, I can't, I can't I have nothing bad to say about it. Yeah. I have nothing bad to say about any of their albums, really. <laughs> like, you know, I, right. But uh, you mentioned that this isn't maybe your favorite track on the album, but that was, that was good. So. Oh, it was yeah, great. Yeah, I, yeah, that's that's a, yeah, I was great. like, wow. But, like, awesome. there's, there's better songs in the album, which is, it's just, you know, it's not a bad song. I'm not saying I don't like it. Yeah, I, yeah, know, I really like it, but it's, themed. Uh, right. yeah. So, themed, yeah, for sure. All right. All right, guys. This is something you guys are it's, perhaps uh, not familiar with. This quiz show time. Quiz show. Okay. On uh, some of our recent episodes, we 
we've uh, thrown a quiz in that we can somehow right. base to. Uh, <laughs> we can somehow base around the theme. Uh, so, so usually we try to make it music based, but uh, I thought since the uh, theme is snake, that we would make it animal based. Fair so, enough. So you guys yeah. will have to answer questions. Now I guess there are going to be multiple choice, and oh shit, I didn't finish making the. Okay, well I'll, I'll work it out. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I mean, there's no problem. And uh, yeah, maybe you guys can just be on a, a sort of a, a team here, a guest team. It's going to be multiple choice. You can do this. Or if you feel that like the other person is. Uh, Making the wrong choice. You can butt in and, and you know, tell them, tell them, tell okay. them they're wrong. So I have some <laughs> strange animal facts, and I'd like, I'd like you to tell me which animal these facts belong to. Number one, <laughs> what animals' males have two penises and the females have two vaginas? Is this multiple choice? It's multiple choice. It? Yeah. Okay. I was gonna. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. A, iguanas. B, kangaroos. C, gorillas. D, koalas. Okay, I'm saying no gorillas. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. That was uh, the one I left blank. I hadn't filled it in an animal yet. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys get a free um, knockoff gorillas. Shouldn't have told us. I was totally going to go with gorillas. Iguanas <laughs> bang? Or did they lay eggs as dudes? They lay koala? eggs. Okay. Iguanas are reptiles, man. Okay, so kangaroos? But they're a marsupial, maybe? But koalas are marsupials as well, aren't they? Yeah. I know, right? I think you guys are taking too much time. I think you need to Okay, koala. Done. Koalas have two penises? Is that what <laughs> That's what, hey. Uh, <laughs> the answer is D. Koalas. Are you yeah. Bump it. Bump it. Oh, I, oh. That was awkward. Oh, okay, that's yeah, awkward. whatever. Catcher's uh, it. All right. I can't believe that's the actual correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> I've never examined koalas' privates, no, no, but I'm going to go home and get some weird hits on my internet for sure. <laughs> yeah. Some sort of watch Question list. two. What animal, when born, <laughs> weighs less than a mouse? A. Leopard. B. Panda. C. Moose. D. Gray wolf. What animal, when born, weighs You're less go with than a mouse? That's what I would say. You guys are sticking to the marsupials here, right? I know, that's what I was thinking. I'm glad Wait, I'm is, is a panda marsupial too? Uh, no, it's not. Oh, okay. okay. I'm just messing with you. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Man, I don't know. <laughs> the answer is B, panda. <laughs> Holy <laughs> crap. Two for Man, two. How are you guys doing this? It's all multiple it's choice. All it's all right. It's, it's, it's one out of four. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I was okay. just chose C in high school. Question yeah. number three. <laughs> Didn't know it. <laughs> what, <laughs> what animal can only eat when its head is upside down? A, bats. B, flamingos. C, frogs. D, monkey. Flamingo. I'm gonna go with flamingo. I always well. got the necks down, foot up. And I've always wanted those stands that was really tacky ones. I've always wanted a set of those. They have in your garden. They put in your yard. Yeah. yeah. Christmas is coming. <laughs> I remember reading. There's like a Disneyland. Maybe I haven't even talked about this on the podcast. There's like a weird like. City like mini town sponsored by Disneyland, where all oh, like, celebration. That's not creepy. Celebration, I think that's what it's called. Yeah, and like all the houses have white picket fences, and there's yeah, yeah. All, there are a lot right. of rules yeah, it's for a, it's a what Disney you can town. and can't do. One of the rules, one of the rules is no lawn ornaments. And then some rebel decided 
to put a pink flamingo in their lawn. Yes, this and uh, there was a big issue about whether or not they should be cracked down upon or, or what have you. You don't want to get cracked sure. down by Disney. No, I don't think it's yeah. a No, idea those people problem. are real. But who cares because the answer <laughs> is be flamingos. Jeez. This is the first time, i got to say, usually on these shows, like the guests get nothing right. It's, uh, it's very rare for them to get like, even half the answers. I you guys I had to just the right amount of pints before I came by. <laughs> <laughs> got the pint, no- pint knowledge. In pint it. knowledge. I had a good can of, a can of soup. Now we're three for three. Soup. <laughs> okay, next question. There are one million of these for every person in the world. A. Ants. B. Mosquitoes. C. Bees. D. Spiders. All the bees sound like they could be. I know, I know. It's, but that's also because right? we got bees knees, though, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, fair. that's right. You guys have those, yeah. 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 Those really tacky tattoos. Yeah. Um, yo, uh, I think I. Man, I want to go with Spider, man. Okay, I'm fielding this to Adam. He says spiders. I got to back him up. Because there's not too many and there's just enough. You know? The answer is A, ants. <laughs> oh. oh. So good. See, that's yeah, what happens that when you go with me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think the trick is not to listen to Adam. Yeah, that's the trick. We've covered Dude, exactly the opposite. And going with Adam. <laughs> good. Good. All right. Question four. <laughs> oh shit! Wasn't that question four? I think that was. Yeah. This animal. <laughs> this animal's <laughs> orgasms last thirty minutes. Oh shit! Fuck! I'm jealous of that. Is it a horses? Get accomplished. You know what I mean? <laughs> A. Horses. B. Hyenas. C. Tigers. Or D. Pigs. Okay. okay let's think about this carefully. I've never seen any of those animals have an orgasm. I very rarely <laughs> watch animals bang. I have heard stories about cleaning out horse foreskin. I can imagine the, the oh, motion that horse would make. Oh. It's a family show. Yeah. <laughs> well, you gotta clean I horse brought it up. anyway. Yeah. I, it's horse meat. Horses? Horse meat? You, you wanna go with horses? They used to call me horse meat in high school. Horse meat. I'm sold. <laughs> the answer is D. <sighs> pigs. You know what? Uh, go figure. I already live it up as it is. <laughs> Walling around, <laughs> crapulence. Okay, you guys are two for four. There's one more question. They're only left. two for four. They gotta be one. I thought two. we were three they for three five. Three, three right. for five, yeah, I believe. Five You're yeah. three for five. There's okay. one more question left. Uh-oh. So what do they win if they? This is the best of six. How does this work? But then we'd we'd be even no yeah. matter what. Yeah. No, you have to go four for six. Oh, okay. okay. So what do okay. they get? In which case, you win a uh, beverage of your choice from the Witch Police Bar. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, no, don't look at me. Don't man. Me in this one, Parsons. Man, how <laughs> <laughs> many times I hear that? It this did? animal. <laughs> this animal can sleep for three years at a time. <laughs> Is it A. Sloth. I love sloth. B. Frog. C. Snail. D. Caterpillar. That's a crazy question. This animal yeah. can yeah, sleep because it, for caterpillars, three years the caterpillars can sleep forever because they cocoon, right? But then they turn into a butterfly. But I don't think that's three years unless it's some like crazy one. It's a very hungry caterpillar. Yeah, man. Like three years. All right. Oh, shit. 
I don't know what the fuck a snail does. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I don't, I don't <laughs> fuck with snails. Sloths, I... I love sloths. They move but slow, but I don't think they sleep for... I'm jealous of the life of a sloth, but... <laughs> a lot of people try to replicate yeah, the life yeah, of a totally. sloth. I believe that. Anyway. Um, oh. All right. Okay, so we got... What are you going to go with? And I'll go with something. We'll rock, paper, scissors. And we'll go with <laughs> okay, so we had sloth, snail... Frog. 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 <laughs> but frogs are in ponds, and ponds freeze and stuff. Does that count as like? In well, ponds don't freeze everywhere. Yeah, but I mean, is it specifically a Canadian animal? Well, I'm d- hmm. there could be a trick to it. I don't wanna. There's no trick. I honestly don't know the answer. I'm not. Okay, so what are you gonna go with? Snail. I know nothing about snails. I'm gonna go with caterpillar. Caterpillar snail. Okay. So do you? Do you, if, you win, if you win, then we'll go with your answer. Now, do you pull rock paper scissors shoot, or do you go rock paper scissors? And I go on three. Go. Okay. All right. Rock paper scissors. Wait, wait, wait. Before we do this, um, this is for the two to three, or just no, 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 no straight, straight shoot, okay, straight okay. shoot. Okay. Enough time as it is. Rock paper. Okay. So right. we're going with caterpillar. The answer is C snail. Oh. oh, see, go with me and you always lose. That should be a life lesson. <laughs> well, for everybody. More, uh, more booze for me. <laughs> oh, Thanks for playing Witch Police Order Radio Quiz. Yeah, it was good. That was a good yeah. one. Yeah. I like it, yeah. It's, uh, we all learned something. We yes. Did. Yeah, we have some really disgusting <laughs> facts. Yeah. Animals, yeah. Animal facts. Okay, well, let's get back on track, though. Please, yeah. uh, back onto snakes. Right. Which we didn't talk turn. about at all. Snakes on the quiz. Right. There was How no, would you, there was no I don't think snakes was an, o- an it option. It and, and, you should have thrown a snake in it as like an after every time. You know, <laughs> there could have been a, uh, yeah, how many yeah. times did they <laughs> shed their skin over a lifetime? Good. I actually so thought stuff, I when you, well, what I, I, before hearing the, the questions, snake. I assumed they were all going to be snake related. Yeah, I would have. But animal, that's cool. You run out of interesting snake questions after a while, I think. I guess so. Yeah. All right, so yeah, Ryan, what do you got? Um, I yeah, brought, last time we played, you played Justin's Choice, but what do you have? Here? Yes, I have brought um, a song by a band called Bombs Over Providence. Okay. Ooh, the song is called Cobra Constant Committee Bake Sale. Um, another one of these kind of long, drawn-out uh, band names, or song title names from the band. somebody who does that. Um, <laughs> so I got the CD 2006, I believe, tour with the Brad Attack. Yeah, I remember that. They were, they were sharing a label with Bombs Over Providence. Uh, so we were in Toronto, stopped by the Underground Operations, whatever you Yeah, you were it, in the like broad attack at that point. Yeah. I yeah. was an intern yeah. at that point there. So they, really? they threw yeah. me That's pretty cool. the entire catalog from Underground Operations nice. at that point. Um, so it was all like Closet Monster and whatnot? Yeah, yeah, which I, I met originally. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I got to know the guys from Underground through Closet Monster in 99, went a tour with 17 with oh, Closet man. Monster and Maryland's Vitamins, who half or part of yeah, yeah, became Bombs Over Providence. Yeah. did they own the label too? Uh, Closet Monster did, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, I remember. I remember when those vans came through, like, came through here. Yeah, With yeah. 17 and stuff, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. And then I went out west with them for, like, a week. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, then I got this little puppy. Uh, <laughs> probably the favorite thing I pulled out of the catalog was this record, Shake Your Body Politic. Yeah. Um, I call it post-pop punk, which I'm not sure if it's a term or not, but, probably you know, so. kind of that well, super catchy, right? sing-along-y... Make you feel good about yourself, but still have some content to it. But post. So, yeah. So, okay, hang on, hang on. Let me just figure out the chronology here. So, because the Brad Attack album that came out in Underground, you weren't on that. No, I was not. So, how, when was, what's the timeline between that and this? Like, between, uh, that and that and when you, because you were there 
Were they already on the label when you were in the band? Yeah. Or? Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I think it was the tail end of them working with Underground. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. You. I came after that one then. I came they after that record. They've had so many people in the yeah. yeah. You can't. Can't even. I no. shouldn't even. Yeah. I mean. Adam, myself. We were, yeah, we were both yeah. in the I think there's been enough guests that I on the show that in the past that have been the Brad Attack and it's almost yeah. already like three bands worth. So. Yeah. So let's just play the song. Okay, let's do that. I've been falling harder with this city's decline. And I know I'm not getting any smarter Every blackened skyline has some failure in mind That rains on down around quitting time And we're drinking gulps through subs no gridlock Tracking for miles the longest damn street in the world Although we're young, wide-eyed and crooked tongue We're sick of our streets, don't know how to love them Concrete's made us stronger Cause one thing's for sure These pop songs don't come easy anymore Our man's been shooting for leftist or tour But that's gone south like town hall jumpers Hell just as changed out That all the lights one goes to turn up the volume on neighborhood screens and trees Do want to paint it red Until the chief is dead Constant Committee Bake Sale. Where would I have heard that before? Where would you have heard it before? I don't have the album. Why do I know it? Uh, I mean, that's <laughs> a weird question. Yeah, I don't, I, you came at me with something I don't really know how to answer. Was it on a compilation or anything, though? Was that way I might have... Like, that you know, I don't or? know. But I, I definitely knew it. Like, I was familiar. Really but, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Dave, maybe? Yeah, I, I would Dave imagine it was Dave. Probably. Yeah, you probably heard that from. Oh, the compact disc case, hey? He probably has the whole, like... 
everything that was released on underground like i have that r2 it is amazing as well yeah very cool it got some uh zebras shooting uh colors they had nice packaging yeah definitely like weird collage colorful stuff red attacks was a great package yeah i thought yeah that one that was on underground yeah sure yeah awesome yeah that was the be- that's like out of all the Brad Attack records, that's the best looking one. For oh sure. yeah, what's well, and wow. there's the big booklet and stuff. Like yeah. I wrote a thing in that booklet. I wrote a little essay in there and like nice. yeah, yeah. Everything else though was really DIY, right, for the Brats. So but that's yeah, still totally, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they actually they've uh, they 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 still put. Out, I mean, I don't know if I should be saying whatever. Dave does the shows. I'm sure it's not yeah. it's just a secret. But he actually like has photocopy versions of that album that he uh, sells at shows for like a couple bucks. So it's like a, a CDR of the album with like a photocopied version of the yeah, cover, yeah, yeah. and then like you flip it over and it's a photocopied version of one of the other covers, and the CDR has like two of their albums combined on it. He's got this whole table full of these like uh, like. I helped years. make those on those are awesome, the, the tours. Uh, and it's a cool idea, year. right? Because I mean, you run out either they ran out of stock for it or, or whatever. No one's buying them at the real price or whatever. So it's just like. I believe they ran out of units for it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because yeah. I, I don't think they're repressed or anything. Units. Right? So, yeah. Who talks in yeah. units? You do. Apparently. Jesus <laughs> yeah, I don't think they ever yeah. did repress it. Yeah. No, I don't think so. That was a good album, though. But this, yeah. like, uh, th- I mean, every song title here, basically, is extremely long. I mean, yeah. uh, oh, some class aptitude test results are in, and it's a martyr or a matador for everybody. Like, I pink slip plus 130% resistance to your daughter's new pony. <laughs> every <laughs> What's song the one about John Enos? Uh, I don't know. It's in there it. somewhere. It's pr- I think it's their longest one. Uh, anybody remember John Enos, chair of the Board of Tourism for Bad Sex Ontario? awesome those are cool and what we were talking about when we were listening to it actually is like Adam you were saying that your songs are I mean your songs are all like that I mean like yeah uh, so what's the uh, what's the appeal of that I mean as someone who you know um, like every time I've ever written a song it's maybe got like three or four lines of (laughs) lyrics in it and usually they have one one word titles yeah and it it doesn't have a title until it doesn't have a title until we just grab something on and throw it on afterwards but I mean obviously you're planning them out especially if they don't relate to the or do they like, give me an example yeah. of one of your titles, like, uh, for one of your songs. Like, um, what, what kind of thing are we talking about here? Well, I, it's weird because I always write down, like I was saying, we were just talking briefly about it before. I, like, always, like, have kind of, like, phrases or, like, yeah. one-liners that I, like, just get in my head that yeah. are, like, catchy. So when I get one of those, I write it down. Yeah. And then I kind of form a song from that, like, one-liner. So, like, you know, like, one of our newer ones, like, uh, is called... Uh, was it remember the time you dropped the keys and we thought the phone was ringing? Right, that's a good title. Yeah. Is it about that at again? all? Is there any? Is there anything to do? Well, with it's that? like a, it's like, like it's yeah. a Simpsons reference, yeah. yeah but like it's also like, it's the it's the whole joke of how like short friendships are because that right. whole episode Otto and Homer are best friends. Right. And, like since right. when has that? And like if you watch the show ev- like ever, not like I'm a diehard fan of course, but like. You watch that show ever, like Homer and Otto are never, they never the even speak room. again. Yeah, yeah. Even, even that was the end of it there, right? That yeah, line that was the and then end. a laugh fit and then get out. That yeah. was it. Yeah. So that was kind of like, it was kind of like that's, because that, I wrote that song in the very bitter end of like when the band is going through some right. rough patches, right? So like that's what the relatable thing It's was. almost weird that punk rock went from uh, what it was back in the day to now like one-liners are song titles. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like, it's almost, as, it's, it's, it's like it's almost poking fun at itself. Like it's, you know. It has a sense of humor that it didn't have, maybe. I mean, like, I don't know. It's gotten older, but less mature. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I don't know. Is it less, or is it, like, mm, I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's being able to take a stab at yourself more or less mature. I suppose more. I think you. I think they're overthinking. I'm not, not that they're overthinking, but I think they're they're putting more thought. Instead of just, like, here's the song, fuck you, you know. <laughs> now yeah. it's just, like, there's an extra level of... Uh, 
I don't know if it's good or bad. But it's yeah, a yeah. level of uh, kind of uh, hey, look at this. We got a joke. This is some snappy lines here. Do you get see, it? You know, like uh, I see. I think that's what wink, I do Wink, wink. Reference, like you know. I think that's maybe what it is too, because it's like I like it to be kind of clever and witty, where it does yeah. relate to the song in some sense. Right. But you'd have to like know, like you know what I mean? It's like right. an inside. It's like every song is kind of my own personal inside joke. Right. That no one's gonna get. <laughs> yeah, but, and then no I'm laughing. Get, I'm yeah. laughing all the time. Well, the <laughs> good thing is, if you, ever, if you ever become like uh, you know someone notable or famous, people will like write books. On, I mean, this is what happens, right? When people have like uh, achieve a level of fame, and there's something cryptic about any of their art, whether it's visual art or poetry or music or, or a book or anything. People will spend hours and hours and hours and devote so much time trying to decipher it. And I guarantee you, all of them are wrong. Like, you know, I mean, it's yeah. like someone... You yeah, know, it's just something silly that happened to them while they were walking down the street. Exactly. Yeah. They wrote a song about it. And then, yeah. like, people are like, well, the significance of this one word is, is... And it's insane. Yeah. But it's cool. I like... I mean, that's this show wouldn't exist if that wasn't the thing that happened, right? Yeah, for because, sure. I mean, we're talking... I mean, you know, I'm listening to that Mars Volta song. I'm like, this is what it means based on this crazy story of them buying the Ouija board, you know? And so, yeah, it's, it's just kind of cool how people do that, though. It's... Uh, so, you know, yeah. if you ever become famous, people are going to be looking at these song titles and trying to put, and try to put, like, put together, yeah. like, and then just realize And then, then that, if you like, don't, uh, you know, you just remain, like, you know, Adam from Winnipeg and up in Adam, I'd and people, cool like, occasionally buy their records, it'll be like, all right, that's, that's, that's a I cool prefer. title. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's what I yeah, yeah, so, no, that was cool. That was good. Yeah. Sorry to go off on a tangent about No, that's cool. That, but it's funny, though, because, like, like, we were talking, a lot of those bands in around those early 2000s, even, like, not even punk rock, but just yeah. like alternative rock in general, we're all doing like the, the long super titles. long titles. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, weird. Like, f- what was it? Uh, Fall of Troy. They're like, I used to love that band. I'm that, not I have no idea. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, they're like they came with that one song like that was on like Guitar Hero and shit like that oh, okay, back yeah, in the yeah. day. But like I was listening before that, like because they were they had that song and it was just so good and, and every song in there, titles, every like titles is like such a weird title. Yeah, it's awesome. Anyways, puns. Who play next? Oh yeah, I, I think Adam's. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, well, I decided to bring one of my older bands because I was telling you I've been yeah. I've been promising you to give you some of the older stuff. I've been yeah, yeah. For which place? For, for yeah, for the website. So uh, this one is actually called Snakes Extended S. How, how many S's at the end there? I think there's like five or six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the I, end, at the end like and the beginning. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> it was actually from a band that I was in in like. I don't know, probably like 2001, called Planet Uranus. And, uh, yeah, we were like a synth rock funk band. So, obviously, back in 2001, you weren't writing uh, clever... I mean, I guess the asses are clever, but you weren't... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, but the the titles were even worse, man. What did you you play in this? Uh, Drums, actually. Drums, okay. Yeah, and um, this band was about uh, snakes, the people that, like, kind of like scavengers. They would come up and kind of, like... Get in on your like if you're smoking a joint, they'd come in and get oh, on it. Oh, it's and like people are yeah. be like, "You snake, come in here and you just smoked all my weed, and now you just take off, slither <laughs> away, snake." No. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's what this song is about. But obviously, we're super young and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what, what 2001? You said is that what you said this is from or? Yeah, I so was probably in hi- high school, like grade 11. Like, oh man, like 17 or 18, probably 17 years old, maybe, maybe a little bit older. It was, like, on the borderline of, like... Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 2001, 2002. Cool. All right, well, let's check it out. Yeah. Planet Uranus. Planet Uranus. Snakes. We got snakes! We got snakes! 
Gangster. Um, well, that was it, some real gangster shit, though. Yeah, so for that real. Makes sense. And by records that came out, you mean you probably like sold a couple tapes to people you knew, sort of thing? Yeah, basically. Our first, actually, our first thing was like a tape, a cassette. We made like I think like twenty or thirty cassettes, nice. and we sold that. Like this so those one. Those floating around somewhere, like someone in Ontario's. Oh, definitely, it. definitely. Like I don't, I still have a friend that still has. Nice. Definitely has it. Um, and then I think we did. After that, we actually became a full band because this was kind of a joke. So like it started really? off that way, <laughs> like, yeah. It started off. <laughs> well, it started off as like a giant. Originally, it was a head P cover band. What? Yeah, that. Think about how ridiculous that, that is. Make any sense, no, right? I know, right? And then that was the so concept. And then we just started making our own songs. And then the next record came out was with a full band that had like two guitar players. Like we had like okay. a full lineup and everything, and it was like really well recorded. Called Ponytails, named after our, uh, the guy that recorded it because he had a really bad ponytail. And he refused to take it out of the ponytails. We named the record after him. All right, fair yeah. enough. So, where can people find this? Uh, this on my on SoundCloud, really. I'm gonna get all that stuff and put it on which. I, yeah, you definitely because, should. Uh, yeah, so what is your SoundCloud for people? Who yeah, want someone to wants to hear it before that happens. What's uh, I think it's just under like Adamo. Animal? Yeah, Animal. I think I think I just put it up there under that. It's we'll like we'll find it and throw a link up on the Witch Please page. So if you're if you're listening. Yeah, yeah. There's also um, uh, another record on there called Buzzcuts that we did, and cool. then. Um, 
that was because the guy that recorded it recorded it again, <laughs> and he got a pattern to a ponytail. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, went yeah. from he had a ponytail, and then he got a buzz. Same guy. There you Same go. Guy. Oh wow, that's so a that's a big jump for a ponytail. Yeah, guy. I know. Right? Yeah, so it's extreme. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then my Usually older band was on there too. Maybe he sold it for like to a ch- or gave it to a child for a wig. You guys didn't have a bowl cut album in between. Good. Cool. All right. Well, so what we're doing. What we're doing, what we're doing is a radio show. <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> Welcome so. back to the radio show. Yeah. Uh, no, um, we're gonna play one more song, and then uh, and then you guys can stop listening and go home. Um, you listening on your phones can take it off and stop. <laughs> so what we usually do around this time is <laughs> that was a really clumsy outro. What we usually do around this time is do a little bit of a roundup of where we can, where people can hear our show, how you can download it, uh, where we can hear music by our guests. Uh, so first of all, let's go back to the guests again. You're an up anatomy of new album coming out. But you have a seven-inch out already on yeah. Deathwish Records. Called, uh, fuck, I can't even remember the own. T- the Glasses, the glasses do, nothing. do Nothing. And then the new one's called Probably Mrs. Old. So glasses. how do people find <laughs> How do people find the Glasses Do Nothing? Because the new one's not out yet. So. Uh, yeah, you can go to deathwish.com. Uh, we have it on iTunes. Um, there's samplers on SoundCloud. There's SoundCloud there. We have Bandcamp, Facebook. I mean, you can get a little couple clips of the album, like a couple songs there's off There's still it. a couple songs on Witch Police from when we previewed. Yeah, yeah, exa- exactly. You, you can, can YouTube the shit out of that video. Yeah, there's... That's right, yeah, you've, yeah, yeah. yeah you're in that video. I, I might be. And yeah. so is uh, Al, who was on the show before. Like, actually, there's tons of people who were... There is, yeah, it was yeah, just yeah, a yeah. shit ton of robots yeah. at a party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was at that part. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a great party. Robot... Video, yeah, yeah, yeah that was true. Are that you was in the like, video then? No, I, I wasn't dressed as I didn't have a robot. Okay. I was on my way somewhere, but yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, that was, that was all those robots. That was like a, a great video slash party slash eviction party. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the last kind of like big thing that happened there. Cool. Okay, and so people can check that out. Do you have like a, a website actually for Up and Adam, or you have Facebook or something? Right? Just uh, Facebook, and I mean we have like de- I would de- just go to deafwish.com. Okay, like D E. F. Can't hear wish. Yeah. Yeah. Can't hear wish. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, over there. Guest Ryan. Over, over there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, you have. Uh, we, we are going to put the stuff from those two bands, uh, BSY and uh, Knife and My Back. back. You'll, so you'll be able to find it on wishpolice.com. Yeah. Eventually. I, I got to do it. Uh, you've sent me the songs quite a long time ago. Yeah. And um, I just haven't had any info about them. So. We did a video as well. It's a good with, video. With uh, Jeff Romney. Yeah. Um, you can YouTube it. Knife My Back, all one word. Blood fills my lungs. That's a good video. There you go. Yeah. And I'll get you some. We got like DVDs and DVDs of live recordings. We should just throw it all off at once. Yeah. It's just one big thing. Ah. But anyway, yeah, so we'll talk about that later. We'll, yeah. we'll, get, we'll get those songs on, on Witch Please sometime. And you were also in the Brad Attack. Brad Attack. And you've been on the show before. Been you on guys the show have both before. been on the show before, so you can check out the previous episodes if you like what you hear from these fellows. And uh, you can hear our show on uh, UMFM 101.5, Monday nights, 11 o'clock p.m. Central Time. If you're not here, you can go to umfm.com and it's streaming live at that time and date. Yeah, we're um, um, also encouraging listeners to uh, use the Stitcher app yeah, yeah, if you for go to st- their mobile the, sorry, portable You can devices. actually listen to it on your desktop computer too. Uh, sure. Stitcher.com is like a hub for podcasts and talk radio and all this stuff. And we're on there. You can get the episodes for free as you can get them everywhere. But it, you can get it uh, an app for your phone. Uh, some phones had difficulty just downloading the episodes straight up, so this makes it super easy. It downloads it right to it automatically, so you just get the new episodes as they come. And we encourage people to leave ratings and uh, um, you know reviews and stuff on there because that bumps up the uh, our, our score and gets us heard by more people. Because the whole thing with this show is it's really word of mouth. I mean, yeah, people. I guess we'd incur- more than anything else encourage people to just tell, tell people, people about the show. You know, like show. I mean, that's just really how it, it grows. I mean, you usually having guests on 
always helps because the guests will introduce it to the you know people who know them and stuff. But it's, it's you know it's a pretty small audience and uh, we like doing it. So we'd like to hear more people more people hear it. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at whichpleasefm, on Facebook.com slash whichpleaseradio, and there's probably something else I forgot to mention, yeah. but you know, probably that's good about enough. It. So, Sam, uh, what are you going to play? For I'm going to play the last, last song. Yeah. Um, there's a band called But Alive, a uh, German punk band. Uh, they were on. Uh, How many T's? What? Oh, But Alive. <laughs> what, did I, what do you think I said? Like, but. Uh, how many T's? One T. Okay. Dot 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 B U T alive. Okay. But alive. And uh, this album came out on uh, in the late nineties, I think. I think it was like ninety nine or something, or ninety seven actually, on uh, G seven welcoming committee. So I had never heard them, but at that point I was really into propaganda, like yeah. I still am. I think yeah. in the late nineties G seven started getting like pulling stuff in from the, All the UK place. more often, right? Yeah, well, this yeah. is yeah, this is Germany, but I mean say, yeah, 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 Europe. And they actually cover a propaganda song on here, which is cool. So I mean they, that was enough for me to be interested enough to check it out. And I bought the album and I still have it, like from back then. So I mean obviously I liked it enough um and you know all the songs are in german uh which i do not speak but um i remembered as i was sitting here that uh there's translations in the lyric sheet but they come across as very google translate style yeah, yeah. in that like it doesn't really make a lot of sense um yeah it wouldn't translate as, it probably sounds better well, it's, i mean you're not gonna get like the poeticness of it right i mean yeah, like yeah. It, it's same with anything it's a very political uh lyrical content obviously for being on that label g7 g7 and uh, this song is trans. I can't, I'm not going to even try and read the title because I don't speak German. But the English translation is Unless You Are Snake Plissken. And Snake Plissken is the protagonist of the uh, Escape from LA, Escape from New York. Right, Snake. They're played by Kurt, Kurt Russell, uh, mm-hmm. John Carpenter movies. John Carpenter's medium range films. There you go, yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, so, <laughs> so, so, yeah. He's done better. So, Unless You Are Snake Plissken is, 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 is the name of the title. And um, uh, basically, what I get from the lyrics is that it's saying, like, uh, it's kind of talking about how shitty the situation they're in and the city they're in and how nobody ever leaves and you're stuck there till you die in this horrible place and you just go through the motions and stuff and unless you're a snake Pliskin, you're not escaping from it you know because he escapes from, he escapes from right so it's like you're stuck here this sucks like and it's it's kind of like this you're being oppressed sort of deal and like really you say like there's a line here talking about um uh, yeah, people saying, like, until we find something better, then we're out of here, and that was three years ago. Like, and everyone says, you know, oh, yeah, I'm getting out of here, I'm going to get do something better, but they don't, and they're stuck, and then they live and die, and talks about cemeteries, and you know, this kind of thing, if you're there, birth to death, stuck in this horrible place, and mm-hmm. can't do anything about it, unless you're Snake Plissken. So, I'm not sure exactly where they're from in Germany, or if they're talking about that city specifically, or if it's, you know, a larger metaphor for, you know, uh, again, very uh, kind of anarchist politics and whatnot, so it could definitely mean more than just a specific location, but it's a good song. Uh, obviously, I chose it because Snake, I mean, this is not the animal this time, it's the character, but um, yeah, at the, time, at the time I got this record, I had no clue who Snake Plissken was, and there's actually references throughout this lyrics to other people who I don't know who they are, who are probably German politicians and stuff, so I'm like, Snake Plissken, and the hell is that? And then, then it dawned on me, like, oh yeah, it's the guy from the movie, so uh, I still like this record. I have honestly no idea how many records they put out. Um, I know they have at least this and then some kind of EP, which didn't come out on G7, so I don't even know where you get it. That's um, the only cover I remember seeing from Yeah, and I love so. the art. Like, it's yeah. really, really cool. It's, uh, I don't even know what, how to describe it, but it's like, uh, reminds me of one of those kind of propaganda posters. Um, yeah, Kind definitely. of style, like Russian sort of. Um, but uh, Germany kind of has this weird, really good punk bands. Like, it just, I don't, I don't know what it is about uh, Germany, but I remember back at this around the same time, I was listening to Wizzo a lot. You guys yeah. remember Wizzo? Oh, yeah. yeah. And they're great. Like, it's yeah. really awesome. So, I, I mean, 
there's oh you always find these countries that you don't expect the stuff to come from like sweden with hardcore right mm. it's yeah. just like oh, oh yeah. wow how did this you know how did how totally. did sweden become this good you know because who knows i don't know anything about sweden like, it's just like refused came from there and then there's like burning sweden heart just popped out yeah burning hearts popped yeah. out a ton of good bands yeah. right yeah. randy satanic surfers totally ref- randy was on oh. this label too right yeah well, yeah yeah sure yeah satanic surfers what that's like one of my favorite john used to wear satanic surfers shirt all the time back in the 90s i don't think i'd even heard them though no you bought it because the shirt was cool yeah yeah i saw them live at uh, Aussies. Yeah. Did we really? Yeah. I was there, with yeah. Bob and... Uh, it was a Snow Job or snow, something. Yeah, it was Snow Job. Snow was, Jam, Snow Job, it was them, something. It was them and it was like Gob and it was... Um, who else was it? Oh, I can't even remember. Planet Smashers? Planet Smashers, yes. Yeah. And uh, what's Weird. that band called with the guy? I'm going to forget it, but whatever. They were good. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, Satanic Servers. I just remember you wearing the shirt all the time. Mm-hmm. It was a good shirt. It was a good shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Right. I love that band. Do you actually see? I don't I actually. Love. This is the first time I met someone. No, who actually I, really I, knows I, a lot I actually like the first time I saw them. The singer was still playing drums. Yeah, it's from the same one when I saw. Yeah, him yeah. so when I saw him, I was just like, bl- yeah, was "That's like, cool. That's oh. really cool." Yeah. And like he's like doing fills and everything, and like yeah. it was insane. Yeah. And then I saw them on their last farewell tour, which was years ago. I think probably like five or six years ago in Toronto. Oh, well, they're still around that long. Yeah, yeah, so. and it was like with like Mugshot and uh, Catch Twenty Two. Oh man, I hate Catch Twenty Two. I know, me too. It was like <laughs> the only reason I went was because the Satanic Surfers were there. Those other two bands were ska bands, and then Satanic Surfers. Catch Twenty Two is terrible. Oh, I know. Just awful. I don't even want to get started about. Yeah, let's let's just listen to the song <laughs> so we can yeah, forget I even brought it up. Happy note. <laughs> happy note, but alive. German punk, really good. Uh, the song's about Snake Plissken, but not really. But not really. Yeah. Which please? Snake Plissken. Ich hab schon von dir gehört.
Je vais 